Thanks for being here. It's the Kelly Cotrera Show. Listen, I uh, read this really interesting piece in the Toronto Star, and I thought, well, we've got to get uh, one of these two gentlemen on that works with this uh, AI, because we always hear scary stories about AI or how, you know, our world could be rocked in a negative way. AI is coming for your job. In this case, it deals with AI and how it could help um, researchers and medical professionals get to the root of what is ailing you very quickly. Alexander Wong is a Canadian research chair in AI and medical imaging and a professor at the University of Waterloo joins me to talk about the AI that they're using. Welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Thanks for being here. You know, we vilify AI. I think largely we vilify things. You know, it's a human nature. Sometimes you vilify things you don't understand. And in some cases, AI can be good. It can be bad. I think we're in a learning place right now where AI is concerned and it's baby steps. But this AI that you're using right now, you originally uh, were using it to search for COVID in medical images like x-rays. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. And so what was the goal originally? So the original goal is to create a uh, clinical decision support assistant to help doctors better identify the cause of COVID, whether somebody has COVID or not, as well as uh, how severe the condition, which is uh, especially uh, pertinent uh, because, you know, standard uh, types of diagnosis process will tell you whether they have COVID, but not severity and where it is. And that's where imaging and AI really comes into play here. Okay. And when you talk about where it is, you're talking about uh, where the COVID is residing in the lungs and how bad it is? Is that what you're... Exactly it. Okay. And this is for severe cases, I'm guessing, of COVID. Uh, I would say yeah, even some of the earlier cases, you're able to see, you still see signs in the lungs. Of course, uh, mid to more severe cases, you'll be able to really identify where it is as well as how bad it is. Okay. So um, what does AI do? Because normally AI, my understanding, the limited understanding that I have of AI is it will kind of, uh, you input some information into the AI and it will scrape the internet to get uh, corresponding information and then kind of aggregate it all. Um, is there, are you basically yeah. uh, so, letting so, yeah, it no, with I mean, x-rays? Very good question. So yeah, uh, so uh, what we do is a little different. What we do is we essentially teach the AI, which we call, is usually called uh, neural networks, on and by showing it images of x-rays of patients with COVID, as well without COVID, as well as different levels of COVID, okay. uh, so that it actually reads it, understands, and looks for the subtle signs and patterns so that it understands uh, what is related to COVID. And basically, um, you know, where people are like, well, this is going to put medical professionals out of the job. Maybe not. It'll just speed things up a bit because that's what medical professionals do. They, you know, uh, take a look at the x-ray and then, you know, years of, I guess, being in a profession will teach you what you're looking for. But when you're just starting out, you might refer to those books and look at the images uh, in your books to find out exactly what you might be dealing with. Is that correct? That's exactly it. And even right now, doctors use references, books, and so and other sources yeah. uh, for them to help give not just faster diagnosis, but better diagnosis. And that's exactly what this AI is. Treat this AI is purely as a tool to help doctors make better decisions, make them faster, and to be able to serve more people. Because at the end of the day, there's lots of patients that are in line waiting to be seen, mm-hmm. and this will help really speed up the process and improve the quality of care. How much does it sw- speed up the process? Uh, we've actually seen, uh, done uh, different types of uh, use cases with doctors, and it does really help them not just speed it up but by quite a bit. But the key thing is that it gives them the insights on these are the areas that you should really focus on and look at so that they can look at it quickly and use it as kind of like a second opinion to really come up with a good diagnosis fast. So someone comes in and they're having trouble breathing and uh, the doctor orders um, an X-ray, a chest X-ray. 
uh, they might not necessarily order a PCR test and, and your AI would be able to say, wait a minute, check them for um, COVID because it looks like that's what's going on in the lungs? That's exactly it. Okay, I love this. And so um, is it at still at the testing phase or are you now rolling this out to hospitals? How how long till we get it working for us? Oh, of course, yeah. So it's still in a different uh, test, uh, testing phase, but yep. things have been so successful that we've actually since been applying to a lot, wide variety of different diseases from tuberculosis to pulmonary fibrosis and more recently to uh, breast cancer as well as prostate cancer. And why x-rays? Oh, why x-rays? A number of reasons. One is that it's a standard care. It's actually very easy to get x-ray. Most hospitals, most clinics have an x-ray. And so it's low cost, it's fast, and also gets really good information given the circumstance. I understand that they're also using a similar program uh, when it comes to cancer. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. But uh, instead of using x-rays, we use uh, CAT scans as well as uh, MRIs. And when you uh, started working, um, you know, in medical imaging, did you foresee that we'd be using computers in this capacity with AI to help us speed things up for, you know, the average human, even though they're doctors? Yeah, so even when I started, uh, I mean, there was a huge, I guess, future for computer-assisted diagnosis to help doctors, but uh, it would be a stretch for me to say that we're able to get to this level of performance when it comes to AI. So things have really progressed uh, even beyond my imagination. And are they still doing that on a daily basis for you? Because I understand the 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 um, the best thing about AI is it continues to get better and faster. That's exactly. The more you show it, the better it gets. And things can change over time. Conditions can change. The causes of a certain disease can change. And because this AI can then learn from these new examples, it's able to adapt itself to get better and also evolve over time. I'm wondering if we can use this to identify long COVID. Uh, I think that's something that we're actually uh, currently investigating, actually. Uh, funny that you should bring it up. You're not the first scientist to say that. Oh, exactly. So we've actually uh, recently did a study where we we're trying to understand, the, uh, I guess, the effects of uh, COVID yep. uh, on the brain. And so that could uh, kind of uh, give us an indication of, hey, in fact, maybe actually it spreads beyond just the lungs. Wow. People have found that it affects the heart already. Yeah. And now we're seeing that it actually affects the brain. And so when we see people with, I guess, long COVID having certain, I guess, uh, mental changes, Mm -hmm. uh, there could be a relation. Well, listen, Alexander, I think the work that you're doing is fascinating, and I appreciate you joining us on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Have a great day. You as well. Alexander Wong is from the University of Waterloo. He's a Canadian Research Chair in AI and Medical Imaging and Professor at the University of Waterloo.